Welcome to the ETC Coaches Corner, an inside look into the Midlands' best private training facility, where we'll be discussing all things from nutrition to training and everything in between. This podcast is primarily for our members to learn about the insights of what's going on uh, with ETC, along with some educational pieces, bits and bobs as well. In this episode, we're going to be discussing all things MyZone. We'll be talking about, firstly, what MyZone even is, how it can improve your training and help you stay consistent, and of course, how Ali cheated to maintain his ranking. I'm joined by the marvellous Jack. Good afternoon, Jack. Good afternoon. Uh, yes, how was, uh, how was your breakfast this morning? Well, so I had like a pre-training snack, which was a banana and a coffee. And then my actual breakfast I had later in the morning where I had oats with some peaches and nectarines. I saw this peaches and it was frozen peaches. Frozen peaches and nectarines from Sainsbury's. I don't know how I feel about that. I thought they were great. I'm not sure if they're my favourite oat-based fruit selection, but very good nonetheless. I think as soon as you freeze oranges, you already lose. Because they just go minging after you. When you defrost them, they just go like nowhere near as nice. A fresh orange is like mint. But if you get like a frozen orange or an orange that you find in a fruit salad, minging. Like I don't know what happens to them. It just just ruins them completely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you not? Did you not think that when you had the, orange, the frozen oranges? No, that's why I had peaches and nectarines. Oh dear! Right, okay, <laughs> right, they're the same thing, aren't they? Really? But anyway, right, let's move on. Jack, um, let's just start really openly, right? Like we have a my zone. What? What is my zone? So at its core, my zone is essentially a heart rate monitor that you wear across your chest. There are versions where you can wear it on like your arm and wrist and things like that instead. But at its, at its core, it's a heart rate monitor that you wear during your training. It obviously monitors your heart rate, um, which gives you an indication as to how hard you are working during your workouts. Wicked. So sometimes like when people come into ETC, they look at the TV screen and they go, what the hell is that TV doing? And why is there colors and what's that percentage mean? And that percentage is the percentage of your maximum heart rate. And we know that the amount of stress placed upon the body and the intensity in which you are working at ultimately comes down to how hard your heart is working. Because the harder you work in the gym, the more oxygen is required to go to the muscles and oxygen is delivered in the blood. So there needs to be a higher oxygen requirement and a higher blood requirement. Your heart rate needs to increase for the demand of the oxygen, essentially. There's your GCSE science lesson. So the higher the heart rate, the higher the percentage will be. And the different colors, the MyZone will display on the screen. And just talk us through what those colors are and a little bit about what they mean. So when you're wearing your MyZone, you will obviously be measuring your heart rate and then as your heart rate increases, you will move through these different zones. So it will start with the gray zone, which is anything under 50%. From there, it will move into the 50 to 59% bracket where you'll be, we technically call it the gray zone, but I think it looks a bit more like black. Um, the black zone. That will give you one point per minute that you are in that zone. You will then move into the blue zone, which will be 60 to 69% of your maximum heart rate where you'll get two points per minute you spend in that zone. Green zone, 70 to 79, which is three points. 
and then 80 to 89, the yellow zone is four points. And then the red zone is 90 to 100% of your max heart rate, which you also get four points per minute. Okay, so before we talk about what those points actually mean, can you just talk us through kind of really like a simplistic way of explaining what is kind of happening with those colors? So we know it, it, we know that it's, it's a percentage of that heart rate, but what is that an indicator of and what does it mean? So it's gonna be an indicator of what energy system you are using. So if you're gonna be working anything really under 80% of your max heart rate, you're typically gonna be in one of your aerobic zones where you're in a place where you're able to essentially replenish the oxygen you're using at almost an equal rate to what you're using it at. Um, and then this is gonna be the energy systems where you're gonna be working for a longer period of time at a slightly lower intensity, building your endurance, and then as you kind of creep over that 80% number, you're going to start to be working what we would say more anaerobically, where you're not able to replenish the oxygen as fast as you're using it, and your body will start to produce waste products, and you're essentially going to be working at an unsustainable pace. You're going to be able to sustain these intensities for a certain period of time, but then you will have to slow down. It's why it's really important, and we always stress this, like people always want to get into the red zone and the yellow zone because they're like, yeah, it means I'm working hard. And whilst we'll, we, we, and we'll talk about that in a moment, why my zone is a great tool to look at how hard you are actually working. But it's really important that you have a mixture of, of both. Like if you, as Jack said, working kind of anaerobically above that 80%, like you've only got so much fuel in the tank. And if you drive your car really fast, your fuel is going to run out quicker. It's essentially kind of a good way of thinking about it. If you're going at like 80 to 90%, you aren't going to be able to do that for two, three, four hours because your body is just going to crumble, which is why it's really, really, really important to do some kind of aerobic work, which is that, that low intensity, that super sustainable foundation of athleticism. And, you know, we do like a, a long kind of 40 minute kind of workout with some of the, the high rock stuff that we do. And people love it. They say it's really enjoyable. But some people are like, oh, it's a bit pointless. I don't feel like I want to vomit. And, it, and it's like, yeah, you, you shouldn't need to. But it's really good at foundation. And we always talk about having a good aerobic foundation at, at ETC because a lot of the time when you're doing lots of weights and things, it can be quite anaerobic. So above that 80% zone. And we really want to be good at both. We want to be good at the low intensity stuff and we want to be good at the high intensity stuff because that makes us as a much more kind of balanced human. So yeah, it's not all about going in the red zone, guys. It's about kind of understanding what's kind of going on within your within your heart rate and within kind of what's going on within your body, essentially. So earlier on, Jack, you, you spoke about points. Can you just talk to us a little bit about what those points are and what they what, what they even mean? Yeah, so as we said, like for each of the different zones, you get a different number of points. So for the, the black zone, you'd get one point per minute. The green zone is two. The blue zone is two. The green zone is three. And then yellow and red is four points per minute. So each month you will have a target. And my zone will set you a standard target of 1300 MEPS per month. And the reason it gives you that target of 1300 MEPS per month is because if you were to work out how many minutes you would be spending exercising to achieve that 1300 MEPS. It's the UK government guidelines 
for physical activity for an adult. Um, I think it works out to be something like 30 minutes three times a week mm. or something like that. Mm. Um, so basically, it just is a way of encouraging you to do consistently, and that's the key, po- the key point of it, is it encourages you to consistently do an amount of exercise that we know contributes positively to your health. And then, of course, you can set yourself your own target. Like if you wanted to set a target of 2,000 METs, 3,000 METs, whatever it might be to give yourself some extra accountability, then you can go ahead and do that as well. And feel free to look on like MyZone's website. There's so, and there's so, so, so much data to unequivocally state that exercise is beneficial for almost every area of people's lives. And if everybody did 30 minutes, three days a week, then the whole world would be a much happier and healthier place. Of course, almost everybody who attends ETC does a lot more than that because we always want to encourage, like who wants to do the bare minimum? Like just doing the bare minimum just doesn't appeal to me. I think you should always try and do more and be better. And but that's essentially what it is. It's about, can you hit your your MEPS, your monthly MEPS, and therefore you are consistently hitting your exercise. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been a few months where I've come very close to losing my ranking. And Jack, you, Jack do you know what the rankings are? You know all the different scales of the rankings? So there's, there's loads more, they've released loads more, haven't they? Mm. So basically, there's, you, you get all, when you hit your 1,300 MEPS, so your, your government um, exercise activity, you get given like a badge. So your first badge is bronze, and you achieve that by doing one month of consistent exercise. Then after three months, you get... Uh, oh, months? no, so you start with iron. So you iron, get iron for iron. one, and then bronze is three. three. So three months of consistently hitting those 1,300 MEPs, those exercise, exercise equivalent. Then for six months, you six months you get... Silver. Silver. Then for one year, so one year, 12 months of consistently hitting your Mets for a whole year, you get gold. You get a little gold sticker. So you might see those little colors in the bottom right, the bottom right of the mice on screen, and people ask what they are. That is kind of your status. Your status is, oh, you've done a year's consistent exercise. Go you. And then it's two years and you get platinum. Platinum. Yeah, no, it's two years. Platinum. Yeah, yeah two it's years. Gold for a year. Yeah. And then I think it's platinum. And then you then do another I think year. It's like diamond after that. And then you get, like me, diamond. So three years of consistent exercise. And it goes like up to like 10 years now, because they used to be like when you'd done five years, you were a Hall of Famer, but now they've changed it all. And we've got quite a few diamonds at ETC now, including me, by the way. I think Bex Clark was the first diamond. I Bex recently lost my platinum. Did you? I just got it. And then I was ill. And then some other excuses. And I didn't get it for a month, so I lost it. So now I'm back working my way up from gold. You, you deserve that. You, I do. You didn't deserve platinum anyway. I didn't. No. You didn't. You're all... So basically, I'm the only legitimate coach who'd earned their diamond. And I have been like poorly, right? And I've maybe like not used my belt as much. And it's got to like 11 p.m., on like the 30th or the, or the 29th of the month. And I'm like, oh my God, if I don't get 300 maps, I'm going to go down my ranking. Which I know this is probably not the healthiest way to look at it, but I've like ran around my village just <laughs> to get the amount of maps so I didn't go down a ranking because I'm so stubborn that I didn't want to lose it. Now, obviously the whole thing is about consistently doing it. I've already hit like 500 maps this month just because I've been wearing my belt and I train, you know, 
consistently and train quite a lot. But if I ever like lose my belt or anything, it stresses me out towards the end of the month. And when I've hit it, which I usually hit it about halfway through the month, I can then like relax. I'm like, oh, because that honestly that was the worst thing ever. Running around my village when I was nagged or doing a goddamn MEP challenge that I'm never taking part in again. I'm still not over it. Yeah, the, I like to call those MEP challenges repressed memories. Yeah, they're awful. If you're asking about a MEP challenge, don't even talk to us about it. Go and speak to Courtney. Courtney Hawkins about it. She'll explain what it's all about. So I guess the last kind of bit is how is Ali? How does Ali not deserve his diamond? And the answer is Tim is the only legitimate coach who has earned his status. Because during uh, something that we don't like to talk about too often, COVID, if you didn't exercise enough or didn't do much training, you could like message my zone. And if you went down a ranking, you just went, oh, COVID, can you please give me my ranking back? Because I didn't hit my exercise. They'd be like, no problem. Okay, we really care about you. And then they would reinstate your ranking. Whereas Muggins over here, regardless, was still going out for runs, making sure he got his mets and earned it. So I earned my diamond. Didn't just ring up and complain to my zone saying, oh, I didn't want to do any exercise because it was COVID and I've been poorly. So I didn't do it. I mean, not if you've been poorly. Don't exercise if you're poorly. But... Also, don't just be a lazy and put excuses in the way of your status. Like, do the work. I earned mine. I've earned my diamond, just in case anyone didn't get that hint. So, might as well, let's, let's go over. I'm getting flustered. I'm in a hot flush. <laughs> so, we talked about the different colors, what the my zone points are, what my zone's in, intent behind it. But, Jack, what, why do you think my zone can improve your training and what do you get out of it? I think, I think it's twofold. I think for most people, I really like how it encourages the consistency of training. So in order to get your MEPs each month, you have to show up two to three times per week and do your training consistently. And you you get into these situations where if you haven't trained consistently and you get to that last week of the month and you're like, oh my God, I've got to get all 1300 MEPs. And then it's like this mad, like, oh my God, I've, it makes you realize that you could have done it earlier in the month and you did have time, but you actively chose not to in that moment. So it encourages people to just be a little bit more consistent with their training rather than kind of putting it off or neglecting it and then having this mad rush at the end of the month. So that's one part that I really like. But what I also like about it is the accountability side of, encouraging people to actually try as hard as they can. And I'm not saying that go to that 100% mark, but when people are training, they can often think that they're, tr- they're trying really hard and they're, they're doing or going as fast as they can when actually when they look at their my zone and it says they're only at 75%. And it's like, mm, actually, I could try harder and I can do more than I thought I was capable of. And I think from that perspective, it's really, really valuable. But then you could also say the opposite of that as well, in that it's sometimes you shouldn't be going 100%. And I think for some people who have it in their head that harder is better, they need to be going faster, they should finish every session in this big sweaty pile on the floor. And if they don't throw up, it wasn't a good workout. I think for those people, it can really help them with being okay with some sessions you are supposed to train at a lower intensity in order to get the correct benefit and actually 
doing some easier training can help you get fitter. It can help you improve your recovery. It can help you essentially achieve what you're there to achieve because we can get we can sometimes get a little bit confused between effort and outcome and sometimes training at 70% is the thing that you need to do to actually look and feel the way you want to look and feel and training at 100% is actually taking you further away from the thing that you want couldn't agree with that more like when i first got my mind zone for me personally it was about figuring out like how hard can i push myself and my brain, your brain is always the first thing to give up when you're working hard. You're like, I'm working hard. I'm like, oh, you're actually not. Like physiologically, you're not working hard because your heart rate is at 70%, which means there isn't enough stress on your body to increase the oxygen delivery or the oxygen requirement to the muscle because you're literally not working hard enough. You aren't um, using your lungs enough to require more oxygen. Therefore, your heart rate is not high enough. So your brain will be like, oh, but I'm working hard. And it's like, you, you're actually not. And that's what I used it for, for my own education, to push myself to know what I am. But equally, what is really important is giving you an indicator of when not to train. Like sometimes, like very occasionally, if I'm hungover or someone's coming hungover and that heart rate is all over the place. It's like, oh, I'm in the warm-up and I'm in the red zone. <laughs> it's like, huh, your body is like stressed, like, like acutely stressed. And going full send on a workout is going to have negative implications. And it goes back to what you were saying about, are you getting the outcome that you need from the session and working at 100%? It's actually going to take you further away from what you want to achieve. And what is it you want to achieve? You want to look better, feel better, improve your body composition, strength, performance, etc. Like you have to kind of be aware of what's going on on a physiological level, which I think my zone does in a really simple way, like a nice color-coded system. You don't need to know about energy systems. You don't need to know about oxygen requirements. You don't need to know about mTOR receptors. It doesn't really matter. It's just about, am I working at an intensity which is sustainable for the outcome of what I'm trying to achieve? And that will change from session to session, depending on whether it's a high rock session, a fit session intervals, which is a really good way to use your my zone, or whether it's a core session where you're going to be working on kind of primarily kind of muscle building and just general conditioning. Cool. So we sell my zones at ETC. We have the, the switches and we have the MZ3s, which are the ones that we sell. You can get hold of MZ1s, but they only work in the gym and don't work with anything else. So in my opinion, completely pointless. So we sell them at pretty much the cost in which we get them for because we want people to get involved. It's such a great tool for consistency, for learning about your, your physiology, for learning about what's going on within your body and also holding you accountable to consistently exercise. So we love MyZone at ETC and we all use it all the time. Some of us legitimately have earned their diamond, but some of us have not. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions or anything you'd like to know more about MyZone, um, then feel free to, to reach out to myself, Jack, or any of the coaching team. And uh, hopefully we'll see your name on the board with a cool, cool nickname. Peace. Bye. <laughs>